For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast and Believe Podcast. Now we're the Bay Area's number one sports podcast. Now we're the only place to show up for a team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in Perfect Directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And you can find me personally at Reichel Radio on Twitter. So on last week's show, we ended up previewing the weekend series for the Oakland Athletics and the San Francisco Giants. The baseball season is well underway. We're going to be doing the same thing this week as both teams will be having a pretty entertaining and high-profile matchup over the weekend. So we're going to start out with the Oakland Athletics as they end up staying at home and they are going to take on the Houston Astros. Quick reminder, though, this was recorded before Thursday's games finished as Oakland's playing Texas in the afternoon while the Giants are going to be playing the uh, the Rockies at roughly the same time. But this was recorded before both those games took place, so just keep that in mind when I'm breaking down the stats. We're going to start off with the Oakland Athletics, as they have looked really solid so far this season after a pretty slow start. They originally were struggling a little bit. You saw them lose both games to the Rockies at home. They ended up losing the opener to the Mariners. However, they have rallied ever since, and they have won each of their last five, and they are currently in first place in the AL West as a result with an 8-4 record. However, this weekend they do have a pretty tough matchup as they end up playing against the Houston Astros, who have underachieved up to this point. The Astros, of course, had a lot of drama with the trash can incident, etc., and how now you have players on the team who are getting thrown at, potentially on purpose. Of course, Joe Kelly did do it on purpose. Hasn't happened as much as people thought it would. But either way, Houston is only 6-5, and five, and they have struggled up to this point, where Oakland right now looks like the best team in the entire division. But it's still a three-game series, and you have to wonder how the series is going to pan out, because if Oakland could actually win the series or potentially sweep, they're going to open themselves up a pretty decent cushion in the AL West. So this series definitely is important. But to break down each of the pitching matchups and to go through what I think is going to happen in the series, we're going to start off with Friday's game, which will be a match between Bassett and Granke. Granke was supposed to pitch on Thursday. However, he ended up getting scratched, and he's going to be pitching tomorrow instead. And Bassett has had a pretty mixed uh, MLB career. But if you looked at his numbers so far this season, he was fantastic as he ended up going five and two-thirds in one start and gave up one earned run, which gives him an ERA of .93. So he looked great in his first start. He'll be looking to duplicate that. And Granke so far this season has been a mixed bag as well as he ended up getting shelled in his first start, but he was decent in his second start as he ended up going five and two-thirds and he gave up two runs. So he has a 0-0 zero and zero record with a 5 ERA. My thoughts on this matchup, I am going to link to the under. I think that this game should be uh, pretty low scoring based on the pitching matchup here. Bassett has looked solid lately, and Granke seems like he fixed whatever issues he had in his opener. And I simply think that that first start might have been an anomaly. I think Granke will pitch well. I think Bassett will pitch well. Houston's offense has the talent, but has not been as... Uh, I'd say great as people thought it was going to be. So just keep that in mind. And I think that this game will turn into a very close 4-3 barn burner type of game for Friday. So my thought on the Friday's game will be the under. And I think that as for a side, I don't really have any thoughts. I think that game's pretty close. 
Now, my the second game we're going to talk about, the Saturday game, which is going to be taking place on Saturday afternoon, is going to be between the pitching matchup of Montes versus Valdez. Now, Houston's rotation has been thrown all out of whack because Justin Verlander ended up getting injured, and he might be out for the rest of the year. Nobody's really sure. But as a result, Valdez and Javier, the two pitchers in the final two games of this upcoming series, have to you know step up. And Valdez so far has looked pretty good. Yeah, he has an 0-1 record, but he has a 2.53 ERA, so he has pitched pretty well. And as for Oakland, you have Montes, who has been pretty good. The issue with him has been his pitch count, as he has really struggled to actually go a long distance in games due to just his uh, tendency to walk people, as he ended up walking four batters in his last appearance. However, he did go seven innings, gave up one earned run. He's 1-1 one one with a 2.25 ERA, so he has performed really well this season. But for future reference, he will need to, to get his... Uh, pitch count more under control in the future, especially against an Astros team that is known for being very patient at the plate. So Montes could potentially have run into some issues if you see him approaching 90 pitches by the fifth inning. So just keep that in mind. But in terms of this matchup, I like Oakland here. Montes, a very solid starter. Valdez has been pretty good so far this season, but um, I feel that some regression to the mean is in store for Valdez as Oakland's offense is starting to wake up. It's finally scored five or more runs in each of the last three games after being pretty much awful uh, every game before that. And Valdez, even though he has looked good up to this point, he has not been a great pitcher in his career. He's been serviceable. But at the end of the day, I think Montes is just the better starter. And I think that Oakland is the better bullpen. So for that reason, I think Oakland should get the job done on Saturday. And for Friday, once again, I'm leaning to the under. I don't really have any thoughts on the side. But for Sunday... We're going to be looking at a pitching matchup between Lazardo and Javier. Lazardo has looked really good so far this season, and if you look at his numbers, he's 0-0 with a 2.31 ERA. Common theme for what you might have noticed, most of Oakland starters have a phenomenal ERA with the exception of Manaya, and Manaya's had some issues so far in the early part of the season. Uh, same thing with Fires, who has been decent but not amazing, but all the other starters have looked very solid up to this point. But to look at Javier for Houston... Javier has been phenomenal. Another way to put it, he was thrust into the starting line, uh, starting rotation after Verlander's injury, and he's been virtually unhittable. He's 0-0 with a 1.42 ERA. He ended up going six innings, gave up one run in his last start against Arizona. He's really just been pitching well. If you looked at his appearances, his last two uh, starts, or his only two starts season, I should say, he has gone 11 in two third innings, and he's given up a combined two runs. So he's been fantastic. Lazardo's been pretty good, but he mostly has a ceiling of five innings. I think Houston has a pretty good shot to win that game as a result uh, because Houston can rely on Javier to eat up a few more innings, and Javier has looked a little bit better than Lazardo so far this season. So my thoughts, once again, for the series with Houston should be very close, should be very entertaining, but I like the under- in the Friday game, I like Oakland on the money line on Saturday's game, and I also like the Astros on the money line on Sunday's game. So I expect a pretty even series, uh, obviously, because I think one of these teams is going to win 2-1, so I don't think anyone's going to sweep. But overall, I think this should be a very entertaining series, and I think if Oakland wants to, I don't want to say put a dagger out because it's too early, but if they want to really cement themselves as serious contenders in the AL West, winning this series would be huge. Because the rest of the AL West with the Angels and the Rangers and the Mariners, it's basically a two-horse race at this point. And if they can create some added separation on Houston, they might be able to run away with this division uh, before uh, September. So just keep that in mind. 
and I expected the series to be very close, but I think Oakland uh, and Houston should have success at various points in the series. Now, switching gears, talking about the Giants, uh, we're going to be looking at their upcoming weekend matchup against the Los Angeles Dodgers on the road. Uh, once again, they still have a game to play on Thursday, uh, which will be taking place after this uh, this podcast is recorded. But as of right now, the Giants are 6-7. and seven. After a very, uh, I'd say after a decently hot start, this team is still hovering around 500, and they're currently fourth in the NL West. Uh, so far, the division has been pretty interesting. It's been more competitive than people thought it was going to be, especially with the Rockies being 8-3. Uh, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Dodgers are right where they should be at 9-4. and four. The Padres are 7-6. and six. Arizona's the worst team in the division at 4-8, and eight, and the Giants are there in fourth, three games back with a 6-7 and seven record. But they really have struggled uh, so far in Colorado in this road series as they have been uh, getting smacked for the most part. They ended up losing the first two games. They won the third game yesterday by a score of 4-3. Play again, potentially going for the split. Uh, today, but in reality, I really have not been impressed with how the Giants have played. Their pitching has been pretty underwhelming. They've given up at least seven runs in uh, two of their last four games, given up at least five runs in three of their last four games. The pitching has not been there, and they're going to be looking to turn that around. Now, Anderson's going to be pitching on Thursday, which means that Samarja, Cueto, and Gaussman are going to be the three starters for this weekend series against the Dodgers and they are going to be combated by Urias, Kershaw, and Bueller. So, not exactly the greatest scenario for the Giants based on just uncovering the starting pitching matchup. But to break down each of the individual matchups, we're going to start with Friday's game. It's going to be between Samarja and Urias. Uh, Samarja has been pretty underwhelming during the course of his Giants career, and this year has been no different as he is 0-1 with a 9.31 ERA. When five and two-thirds, he got five run runs in his last start, really just been pitching terribly. And if you want to compare that to Urias, who has been pretty good, uh, he ended up going six innings in his last start, ended up going, uh, uh, the only, yeah, he went six innings, he had two earned runs, pitched pretty well, has an ERA of 2.45. Uh, he's been pretty good ever since he ended up coming back from his suspension last year. So he's been pretty solid as a pitcher, a lot better than Samarja. If I really had to lean anywhere, I'd lean to the Giants, uh, Potentially the Giants, uh, not the Giants, I'd lean to the Dodgers, I should say. I don't know what the price will be, but I'd lean to the Dodgers on the money line. I'd also lean to the Dodgers team total over. Uh, Samarja just has lost it. I don't think he's the same pitcher he once was. The Giants are hanging on to hope that he finds some something to turn around his season. But when you have an ERA over nine, uh, it's been disastrous. And the Dodgers, everyone knows, have one of the best lineups in the entire league. I think it's a matchup... Uh, well, made in hell for the most part for Samarja, and I think he should get shelled once again before the Giants' bullpen comes in and potentially struggles once again. But he has yet to pitch against the Dodgers this season, so perhaps he can figure something out. But in reality, I expect him to struggle once again on the road against one of the best teams in the National League. Now, looking over to Saturday's matchup, you have Cueto versus Kershaw. Kershaw ended up being injured for the start of the season, but he pitched really well against the Diamondbacks in his only start this season. Meanwhile, Cueto is 0-0 with a 4.97 ERA. With his last start, he gave up two earned runs, three runs overall in five innings. So he pitched decently well, at least in comparison to his first couple of appearances this season. But if you're looking at Kershaw, he has been phenomenal so far this season, as he's 1-0 with a 0.00 ERA, really just impossibly better than that. 
and he has had a lot of success against the Giants in his career. So once again, I think the Dodgers should win this game pretty handily. Cueto's decent, but with him being up there in years, I don't see him pitching more than five and two-thirds in his start, and I think Kershaw should shut down the Giants as he has done for his entire career. It's just not a great matchup for the Giants. The lineup has been okay. I mean, they've scored four runs or less in each of the last two games, but we'll see if that picks up or not. And I know that the Dodgers should be motivated for the series after splitting the four-game series uh, season opener against the Giants, and they won the first two games of that series pretty handily before letting the Giants win the last two games with that final game culminating in a Sunday night baseball matchup. Dodgers should be motivated to put some separation between them and the Rockies. Having, having Cueto versus Kershaw, definitely a solid pitching advantage for the Dodgers in that one, and I think they will take advantage of it. So my lean there, once again, will be the Dodgers on the money line, and I'd also lean to the Dodgers' uh, first five run line, as I think Kershaw should give up one run max in, the, in those five innings. And the Sunday matchup, the series finale of Gaussman versus Bueller. Bueller's been a little bit underwhelming so far this season. Has he been bad? No, but he's 0-0 with a 5.19 ERA. He was better in his last start as he went five innings and gave up three earned runs against the Padres as he got a no decision. But he hasn't been the NL Cy Young uh, favorite or front runner that he was expected to be so far this season, and he'll look to get bounced back against the Giants on Sunday. Meanwhile, you have Gaussman, who actually pitched really well in his last start against the Rockies as he ended up going uh, five and a third, gave up three earned runs, four runs overall. Was he great? No, but he was definitely better than his previous two, two starts where he didn't even get through five innings, so he definitely took a step in the right direction. But at the end of the day, I still think the Dodgers have a significant pitching advantage in this matchup. Gaussman is... I guess serviceable, potentially slightly below average, and Buer, despite being a little bit underwhelming so far this season, is still one of the best pitchers in the National League. So it's an unpopular opinion, especially for a Bay Area podcast, but I expect the Giants to get swept over the weekend. Uh, the Dodgers have looked a lot better offensively lately, especially with how they've played against the Padres, and I simply think that they have too many weapons. You got Betts, you got Bellinger, you got Peterson, who's starting to hit home, a lot of home runs. They just have so many weapons. I think that they're a very tough team to beat. Seager's been great since the start of the season. And the Giants, even though Belt is back and Longoria is back now, offensively, Yastrzemski's been carrying the team. Other than that, they don't really have many um, solid options from a lineup perspective. Uh, to quickly break down the Giants' offense so far this season, a lot of underwhelming numbers as a whole, if you want to break it down. Uh, just going through the actual stats right now, Yastrzemski, of course, is leading the way as he is batting 304, three home runs, seven RBIs, uh, team leading three home runs. But one of the most underrated players in the entire league right now is by far Donovan Solano, who has been on fire. Uh, he's played in 11 of the 13 games that the Giants have played so far this season, and he's batting 436. So he's been unstoppable at the plate. He's one home run, 13 RBIs. He's been rolling, so look for him to potentially keep it going. But other than that, though, you have Brandon Crawford, who's continued to, to struggle. He's batting 194. You have Sandoval, who's batting 167. He's been terrible. Hunter Pence is 1 for 26. He's batting oath. He's batting .038. He's been terrible. Longoria's been pretty good, though, uh, batting 318, especially after missing the first couple of games from injury. Brandon Belt's batting 235. Uh, Dubone's batting 240. A lot of underwhelming performances here in the lineup. Dickerson's batting 265. So yeah, the, the Giants might have a couple of pieces here or there who have looked pretty good from the plate, but as a whole, they have struggled 
So I expect that to continue against the Dodgers elite level pitchers that they will be facing over the weekend. So just a quick recap once again for betting Bay Area. I think the Oakland series against Houston should be very tough and I think it should be very entertaining. I like the under in the first game on Friday. I like the A's on the money line on Saturday and I like the Astros on the money line on Sunday. And looking at the Giants, I think they're going to get swept in their series against the Dodgers. Sorry if you're rooting for the Dodge, uh, for the Giants. Uh, you know, hopefully they can prove me wrong. But I really think that they're just a massive mismatch. So that's been this installment of the Betting Barrier Podcast here for Thursday, August 6th with Believe. And good luck to all of you and your respective bets today. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.